ladies and gentlemen, Hard Nose Derby Podcast, Full Tilt Remote. Um, if anybody knows us, we're a little bit redneck anyways. Uh, we're actually doing a podcast from a bar in the middle of Stanton, Nebraska, Border Wars 2023. We've done podcasts in pools, living rooms, pool tables, never a bar. Um, the reason we are here is because of, like I said, Border Wars 2023. We have Nebraska Derby live stream. I can't say in studio, in bar. What's up, fellas? How are y'all doing? Yeah, doing pretty good. Good. Yeah. good. You're going to hear several different voices because I have five of them sitting here with me. Uh, the other asshole will be remote over the phone uh, here in a little bit. So, uh, guys, take a few minutes to introduce yourselves. Let the world know who you are. Alrighty, well, my name is Trent Bossler, and I'm the owner of Nebraska Derby, born and raised in Nebraska. And to my right, Eric Bosler. I'm his older brother. Been with Nebraska Derby for about two years now. Uh, AJ Anderson from Iowa, but born and raised in Nebraska, so I know all the guys and everything. And I've uh, been doing it for two years. Derek Court, Full Contact Derby TV, originally from Inwood, Iowa, live in uh, New Mexico now. Uh, Cody Pete, I'm from Dune, Iowa. Been with Nebraska Derby live stream for two years now, and uh, we're glad to have you here, dudes. We we seriously appreciate you. Uh, you know, kind of doing a collab. Uh, I know I was on with you guys for a little bit last oh, yeah. night, and have you guys with us on today. Um, how did the Nebraska Derby live stream start? How how did it kick off? And Usually I ask the second question, but I'm gonna let you answer that one first. Well, well, let's take <laughs> let's take a step back. We'll we'll start with the website and how it came to be. Nebraska Derby actually started in 2009. It was under a different ownership at that time, and it was just the website and video platform at that time. It was originally started by Michael Wise out out of Nebraska here. Um, I'm uncertain of what town he's from exactly, but he's the one who started Nebraska Derby. I actually gotten involved in the Nebraska Derby, demolition derbies per se, when I was a younger kid. Andrew Haney, I was his neighbor, and Andrew and my brother, my older brother Derek, we started in the derby world. Um, and one day, lo and behold, I'd say about 2016, 2017, 2018, somewhere in there, I got a GoPro camera. Back <laughs> when the GoPros, um, the Hero 2 had just come out, and then it was the big ordeal with the Hero 3. I purchased the, the Hero 3, and I'm like, we're going to put this in a derby car. And from there, lo and behold, I started filming demolition derbies for my brother, for my neighbor, Andrew Haney, and it kind of took off from there. In about 2019, I was approached by Michael Wise, who... He, at that time, was going more into the racing field mm-hmm. and uh, wanted to be kind of done with the demolition derby side of things. And he saw that I was starting to go around all these derbies in Nebraska, and I mean all of the derbies. I had, I was hitting about 30 derbies a year, along with another kid that I was having go to all the Western mm-hmm. shows here in Nebraska. And we would film these derbies, put them on YouTube for free for all these guys. And from there, then in 2020, well, back to 2019, at the 
excuse me, in the start of 2020, we had a demolition derby uh, get together, kind of like a parts buy sell trade here yeah. in Columbus, Nebraska. And as I was in the middle of acquiring, I started uh, video equipment stuff, audio equipment. I was surprised uh, by the Nebraska Derby community, Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, all like they uh, sponsored me a brand new video camera and that kind of sparked my interest uh, into the capabilities of doing a live stream. So in 2020 then for the 2020 season we started to do live streaming and our first show was actually Border Wars here in Stanton, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And from there, um, we are now continuing the live stream. I reached out to these guys, starting with Cody. Um, I was good friends with Cody. And he's like, hey, if you ever need any help with anything, reach out to me. I'd be willing to help you. And it was like a month before the show. <laughs> and <laughs> I call him up one day. And I'm like, hey, you still interested in helping with the demolition derby? And he goes, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, he was all like, well, we only got a month to do this. Yeah. And from there, then I reached out to my brother, Derek, and uh, he uh, he was totally on board with going on with it. I also reached out to Andrew Haney, and I had the help of Andrew Haney with the sponsorship of some equipment mm -hmm. to get this live stream rolling as well. And then our last gentleman over here, AJ, he uh, I reached out to him, and he's kind of... our another host for our show and he does the on track interviews does pretty well and that's kind of how nebraska derby came about um since then nebraska derby i revamped the website it's nebraskaderby.com we also have a youtube channel called nebraska derby and then we're also on tiktok as well nebraska derby one of the one of the perks of being able to do what we do um we cover so many derbies but with family and schedules and work and everything, you only have so much time, you know, to get. So what I really like is you guys uh, and then TrackShot Live. You know, that's two companies that are streaming derbies everywhere that cost the consumer zero fucking dollars. Correct. Free 99. And that Derby Nation and Derby Tees, you know, they have their niche with what they do but you guys what you do you started at a second niche my kids were watching the show last night you know from our living room and it, it cost it, it cost me nothing um, that is one thing that we really appreciate about you guys doing stuff like this because we know it's it's not cheap nothing anything we do anymore that's derby related is not cheap well, in the rise of the technology world too, we're able to start bringing the live show to the to the people for viewing. And uh, Nebraska, you know, Nebraska Derby, we I personally saw that there was a lack of live shows around mm -hmm. the area. Yeah. You know, there's coast to coast shows that were starting to get aired, like you said, by Derby TV, Track Shot Live, just certain shows. Why not bring it to every Derby around the state? You know. Now, here's the second question. The second part of the first question. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Um, what kind of cohesion 
do you need to put on what you do? Almost chess to checkers, you know what I'm saying? You know, you have to figure out how to implement who you want in front of the cameras, uh, camera angles, audio, which we were talking, you know, mm -hmm. earlier before we even started, you know, all those pieces, how have you guys figured out how to keep the cohesion if something does go awry? I think last night spoke for itself. I mean, Trent did, I mean, we, we take all the precautions. Uh, you know, first and foremost, you know, you need power to the cameras. And then uh, there has to be an inter some sort of internet at the venue or campus, whatever you want to call it. And then, uh, yeah, last night, we apologize again, but... Um, we had, yeah. had a fast yeah. rain come through and it... A little bit of a quick pop-up cell <laughs> and it was, it got western there for a minute, but... Uh, but redundancy is another big thing too, having yeah. a backup of everything and yeah. knowing what to do when something goes down. Just kind of a kind of a safeguard, you know, and I mean, I, we all appreciated it. We could keep talking and bullshit and sat there and Trent said, hey, I got it. I'm going to get this thing figured out. And he was running from one end of the track to the other. So <laughs> I even ran to the store after that, too, yeah. just to make sure I had extra parts. As the, as the business keeps growing, we added a third camera. So last night, we uh, first time we had a third camera on the track. We had two, one on each end, and we put one in the middle. So as we continue to develop and keep doing live stream, we keep that, you know, so if something does happen, worst case scenario, camera does go down, hey, we have plenty of cameras to cover the angles. I got, reading the comments on YouTube last night, there was a lot of positive comments, especially on our end cameras. You could see the entire track. Everyone loved it. We had our camera that rotates in the middle, uh, you know, when action was down to only a couple cars left and focusing on that. I mean, there were a lot of positive things out of that. Okay, was that what somebody was doing with a remote last yes, night? Yes, I actually was doing that. Okay, because I the saw you kept looking, you know, pointing up to that camera, but then I couldn't see if it... Yeah, it was actually yeah. rotating between so. Trent and AJ. They had that covered. So, and I mean, I, I am the man behind the scenes. I run everything. Them guys, they talk. They keep the show rolling. I run all the cameras behind. I have a matrix switch that I use, and I can switch between scenes. And uh, also, to addition, another addition that we had this year was um, we added a track mic so mm -hmm. we can go do on-track interviews and that's my right right hand man over here aj that's what he's been doing last night and uh we're going to continue doing it this year as well so. i know a lot of people if you put in in the world of derby if you are most most of the guys are talkers until you get a camera in front of them or a microphone in front of their face ask aj well, about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah last night was doing that first night of doing the on-track interviews that this one, a little nerve-wracking, but once a guy gets settled in, you can bullshit with about anyone, you know? You just yep. let him tell you how it went and just go it from there. And that, it's every it's every driver, too, you know? Even when we get interviews back in the pits, some people don't want to do it, and some people do. I'm not going to force it upon them, you know? It, you know, oh, yeah. give, give it a few times, but I, I do tell them, though, I said, if you do win on the track, you, you expect to be expected to have an interview coming up oh yeah so yeah well you want to put a bag over your head or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want the camera to see your face but you're still going to get your voices heard yeah so. yeah nice thing though is there's a couple guys that 
they admitted they don't want to be on camera, but they make it known. Uh, Jacob Prusman's example, 448, he threw up more prize money for a mad dog, and one of the nights classes we'll talk about, because he doesn't want to be on camera, but he's like, here you go, you guys represented on camera for me, here's the money, this is what it's for, let them know. So that that's a nice thing. Some of them guys out there in the derby world will do that. They'll, they'll, oh, yeah. they'll sponsor in person, you know, not on camera, not on audio. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. Um, NLR, John, I've talked to him personally. He will not get on here because he doesn't know what to do with his hands. <laughs> he, but as much as he's won, you know, oh, yeah. around he. He still has to do the interviews, but you can tell he just doesn't like them. That's just yeah. not him. He'll bullshit with you. He'll Snapchat you for days, but he will not talk in front of the camera. Oh, yeah. He, he just doesn't like it. And on the flip side of that, there's guys that we've brought up that they are more willing to talk on camera. And the guy sitting to my left here, uh, special guest from Full Contact Derby TV. What's going on? We Actually, we've got three Derricks at one table. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I know. And I know one is spelled different. Two are spelled right, I mean. Oh, you both are spelled yeah, the same. Yeah, spelled right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Derek, you were on um, Border Wars live stream last year. Yep. You drove all the way from New Mexico yep. to come do it this year. Um, this ain't your first rodeo. No. Um, <laughs> I've been doing full contact derby now. Well, Gladiators of Steel slash full contact derby. Uh, this is my second year doing it with Gumby and Johnny, and it's it's been a lot of fun. You know, towards towards the beginning of two years ago, you know, it kind of split moving from track shot. You know, Gumby did, and I got on there at the very end. And they wanted to do something more Utah-based, West Coast, because it just costs so much money to fly all the way across the country. You know, and keeping everything kind of localized for us west coast mainly stirring dirt shows was a whole lot easier and uh yeah then it it was kind of awesome man because i grew up watching gumby mm-hmm. and uh that was kind of my idol growing up for derby and uh you know it one day and he was like hey you just want to do this with me and i was like man i i'd be honored yep so it's uh it's an absolute blast doing it all the time and something special about utah too i, I started running there four or five years ago and uh i just kind of enjoyed the reckless abandonment out there we have talked so much um utah in my opinion is on a different level um i've talked about you know in-car footage of robbie layton from one end to the other in a cadillac i mean just (laughs) driving through dudes and i'm like there's no way that you should be able to walk when you get out of that fucking thing it it's completely different from what you know. They put enough dirt, they put enough water on the dirt just to keep the dust down. And uh, it's grip it and rip it, man. I, I'm almost more comfortable starting in a circle now than I am parked up against a dirt berm. Yep. You know, it's because I know what to do in that situation. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm already going. Um, I'm usually the guy that locks the brakes up and bunches the pack up so I can turn the car <laughs> first and get whatever shot I want. But uh, it's just, I don't know, man, the mountains in the backdrop back there, and it's, ah, I'm just all about the reckless abandonment. It, it's so fast. It's beautiful recklessness. Yes. When you're sitting there and you're watching cars get destroyed and you just look behind 
the stands and you've got the mountains back there and the, the horizon the sun setting it is almost a perfect picture it is is what i would say that we've all we kind of talked about a bucket list show uh, we've all been to blizzard bash we've been to capital carnage we've been to spring x i've been to t-bone uh, that stirring dirt in july is my bucket list that's where i want to go just to watch for an entire weekend not work just watch just to verify in my brain that i know why i wanted to go there it's and i've been to different shows that aren't stirring dirt there one or two and there was fifteen thousand people there losing their mind and these aren't derby people these are just normal people that know nothing about derby and just the fireworks that go off when somebody gets rolled somebody catches you in second gear across the track and puts a bumper to the roof in one shot it's something special and that adrenaline that comes over you out there it's that's what drew me to it i love the midwest shows that's probably why i like border war so much because it gives me that Utah feel for the Midwest. Because a lot of places too, like I get it, you're, you're calm, cool, calculated, driving, and uh, you have to be that way, especially with the group of drivers you got here. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, when you just turn it up, hit second gear, you know a wheel's going down, you know the trunk's going down, and you got a short timeline. That's what makes this place special. Yes. And I'm going to sit here and say it. What I've seen on video, to compared to what it was last night, videos don't do justice. How fast these guys are, are going when it's well, fucking rowdy. <laughs> dude, the, the track here, too, the conditions, even last night with all that rain, it's just made it more tacky. And I, I'll come back to this one as many times as I can. I, I can't say I'm going to say it a whole bunch again today, just like I said last night. I love coming to Border Wars because it is absolutely rowdy. Yeah. Now, one of the guys sitting at the table is actually running today, Saturday night. Um, Mr. Cody, you are in the stock class, uh, is what they call it. So, what ended up happening was uh, Jacob Prusman was happy or was going to have a show at the end of April, I believe, and uh, in Iowa. In Iowa. Yep. Um, unfortunate circumstances came up. We don't really have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he got extended an invitation to have the 80s Old Iron Stock Mix class here at Border Wars 2023. And Rob was on board with it. Fairboard was on board with it. And so, yeah, you don't have a bunch of guys having to cut their cars apart to come run this show that want to come run this show. I mean, I I know there's plenty of Nebraska guys. We came from two and a half hours away. Iowa guys, there's plenty of guys that come further away. But um, it was pretty neat to see different promoters working together to uh, just kind of help car counts and help the shows out or whatnot. Um, yeah, it was, it was next to nothing. I mean... The, the whole derby community of helping each other out in that situation due to unfortunate circumstances. And so. you have a soft spot in Stephen's heart because you run Mopar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I always tell him he's not right. 
I, Cody's not right either. Most but. people say I'm not right either. So. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a pointy on the back of a shocker wagon. People are looking at me funny already. So, <laughs> And not one on the front. Nope. Nope. No. Stock flat bump around the front. But now uh, you, you're running with family tonight as well. Yep. I'll be out there. Uh, my dad and brother are actually, as we're talking, they're teching in cars. Um, one of the stipulations to them working at this show was they're not allowed to tech that class. So hats off to Rob again for you know keeping everything fair or whatnot because it'd be it'd be basically checking out your competition with a flashlight and a scope. Correct. I mean, um, but yeah, so my dad and my brother both be there with me too. So, but it's yeah, it is a singles event, but everywhere you go, I mean, it's 2023. There's there's nobody that derbies alone anymore. And if they do, it's usually a bad fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> and Derek's pointing like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, this is this your first show of 2023 on the live stream side? Yes, that is correct. What do you have? Do you guys have anything scheduled for the rest of the 23? Yes. So uh, we actually have Stance Smackdown coming up in August. Um, this year, I am going back just to record Inwood uh, Insanity Clash. Uh, the opted out of the live stream this year but however um you can catch that later in the month july or next month july 4th um insanity clash uh again nebraska derby is going to be down there uh filming and two to three days give or take most of the time it's the next night i'll have it up on youtube all the classes all the heats you can catch the action there um and then we're also looking at another adding another show dixon concord demolition derby uh, we're still in the works on it, uh, so I don't want to say too much just Correct. yet until we know for sure, but that would be our fourth show this year if that goes through. Like I said, that, that's that's why I wanted to come up here and hang out with you guys just to support you know what you guys do. Um, let's hit on last night. Let's hit on it. Um, I actually asked Derek while, and Cody while we were sitting there for the live stream what was their favorite part of the night. Neither of them could really answer me at, at that point in time. You know, you've got a Klingler kid from Minnesota. That was two, annihilating. Two <laughs> and then the, the second Klingler came out, and I was like, well, what the hell is that one? Yeah. And they drove the exact same. Yep. Uh, just, I don't, I don't think you guys could see it. The first Klingler, when he came out, I had some guys from Minnesota to my right. And about halfway through that heat, about three or four of them were going like this. <laughs> calm, calm, down, down, calm, calm it down. Calm it down. Calm down. But there's that. Everybody has got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Yep. Yep. So he was just wrecking shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of the guys I think were driving, in my opinion, almost like a one and done. Yeah. You know, the pace never stopped. The pace was wide open. Uh, they had no consideration of what they were going to know they were going to have to fix all night long. Well, and that's, that's what makes this place so hard. Because, you know, we used to talk about Blizzard Bash drivers as being this elite group of guys. And it still is. But when you get down to the real nitty-gritty of it, these are guys that have ran it five, seven, eight years. And you have all the other drivers that don't run it but they run twice as many local shows. So, I mean, there's so many good drivers here, and especially with Rob's 
pink flag rule where the whole state now loses all the money if you're bagging i i sure didn't want to be that guy if i would have gone out there you know so we will hit that um rob did announce last year um that you sandbag you got a pink flag that meant if your team won you were out of that extra thousand dollars for your state each person he made it this year if you got that pink x your entire team was out for that extra thousand dollars if they won and i think that was a pretty solid game changer because there was no bagging i mean he was on their asses last night we kept talking oh three life you know cars hard as wedding pricks but steering deletes yep and they were trying they were doing everything possible to get it turned around ease into it to get at least get it pointed straight before they put it to the wood and you saw that one old that hurdling from minnesota he would think he got it lined up with that 03 and he'd start putting the throttle to it and next thing you know it just turned yeah it was and he was still on their asses <laughs> yeah you know yeah it was it was a tough watch uh you know because that guy is he's trying to get to the action trying to get to the action but one of the other things that's interesting about this show is that a Minnesota car can actually drive over there. You can tap your buddy, and that resets your clock. And that's where the team, not team show aspect uh, comes into play. So, I mean, it, if they're driving together and, you know, you notice your buddy over there, he doesn't have steering, he can get stuck in a corner. Um, if you let him get a little, little tap in, that resets his clock, and he still can qualify. It's crazy to me. Last year, 03s were allowed, but nobody showed up with them. And now this year, they're starting to trickle in. And the Midwest is definitely behind the East Coast on the 03 game because they've been running them for a long time out there. But here, from what I noticed, wheel offset, wheel offset, wheel offset. <laughs> you know, that, that was huge to me because they had wheels, like even 550s, definitely not the tire or even solids not to run on fronts out here the track is so hard it bites so hard you know guys are running full centers on fronts and i'm just like man if you look at the side profile of your car the bumper was so narrow the wheel sticking out a good four or five inches so hopefully after last night there's a pretty big learning curve on what they need to do that's when i you know when you go back to blizzard bash and a lot of times um Blizzard Bash is that first time where you see somebody try something. Um, 16 or 17, that's the first time I ever saw O3s with 23s on the front. Still with the hot, with the bumper height, but they weren't taking those wheel shots. They were actually hitting the front rails and not busting ball joints off or control arms. And, and now you're talking a whole different level when there you can change steering boxes. You don't have to run the rack. You don't right. have to run the struts. You, you don't have run to run hydro the steering. You can do hydro. And here, everybody's still got the Explorer struts on the front. You know, you see everything working, and now you're seeing steering racks. I told you guys last night that Colton Newhoff one said, yeah, everybody's like, bring an 03. Bring an 03. You won't lose steering. He said, my ass. He said, I'm pretty sure I never saw an 03 all night last night that didn't lose steering. Nope, there was just one. One. On the Iowa team. Isaac Wall. Isaac yeah. Wall. He rolled out of there looking good. Yeah, he stayed clean, and I but, mean, but he was driving with the back end. The whole he time. also had twenty threes, and they were definitely bald. They were pneumatic tires. Were they pneumatic? Yeah, and they were, they were shaped right. They didn't have a strong edge, so when he'd get hit, he'd slide. 
and uh, that was that was definitely the best one I saw set up last night. I think this year um, there's more old iron than I think I saw last year. More caddies, old, old iron caddies. Caddies, caddies um, you like last year for Nebraska, which this is going to air Thursday, so everybody's going to be able to already watch it. Nebraska doesn't have any turners. Nope, nope. So that's a changer when you usually got two GM wagons, and you no, know, there. No turner groupies either. Yep. So Missouri is really known for new style Fords, yep. in, in my opinion. Um, they are their – they're a lot cheaper. Um, a lot of the Missouri guys, they run so many local shows, fair, you know, county fair shows, that they do one build. They can usually get two or three shows out of one, and then start, you know, start on the next one. Last night was the first time I've ever seen that many old irons out of a group that wasn't Caddy Nation. You know, with Rob and Trey, because those guys usually are all in old iron caddies. Um, Trey, some, you know, old He dabbles iron. a little bit. Yeah. He's kind of like a – I'm not even going to put him on blast today. I'm in that good of a mood. I'm not going to put Trey on blast today. Um, but, guys, I'm going to ask you again. What was the best part? And I got five of you sitting here. All right, go around the table then. Last team. That's <laughs> – I'm flat out. That I'm was gonna, nasty. I'm going to say when the wagon got smashed in that second or third heat. And he is talking about Jarek Eddy. <laughs> uh, and it was good enough that you actually brought Jarek up oh, on, on the live stream last night. Um, I went and found him. And when he walked off the track giving us a thumbs up and waving, you know he had a good time. And he knew his car was rough, but... I was like, that's a guy in good spirit. So I went and found him later that night. Like, we're going to bring him up. Unfortunately, he's not fixing his car, but he's got – he broke bolts on the block, I believe, or something in the motor is what set him up. But he was going to fix that car otherwise until he found that. <laughs> that passenger rail was – What passenger rail? On that wagon, <laughs> yeah. It, it was like maybe four inches long. It, it was completely S-curved. The whole spring pockets pushed back. The back of the car actually looked all right, the frame-wise. But, um, yeah, there was... It was rough. It was it was bad. <laughs> and I did a little preview through the pits this morning in a video. Like us on Facebook. You can see it, Nebraska Derby. Uh, took a video through the pits, and them Eddie boys, their cars are all back together, except the wagon, obviously. They, were, they bust their butt all night. And, I don't know, tonight it's going to be Team Minnesota versus Team uh, Missouri, I think it's going to come down. Iowa, there's a good handful loaded up their cars, major problems. Iowa still got a lot of good clean cars to come in tonight's concies. But, I mean, Minnesota and Missouri, it's going to be a showdown, I think. And you're talking about the Gaines cars. I mean, looking through the pits this morning on them, they they look good. Uh all the ones that had suspension ripped out, every single one of them had it back on. I mean, half toss for them guys. They worked their butt off. But uh, tonight's show, I don't know. To me, Emmett's going to be better than last night, I think, personally. I mean, last night, my favorite part, probably Heat 4. Or Heat 3 or 4, I can't remember which one it was. But, I mean, you were seeing 
whoever the the, the Fitzpatrick boys, they had four in a row. Mm-hmm. They were just sending it. They were in that heat together. That was my favorite part because you could hear them going across the track the whole way, just nosing. They didn't care. I mean, they the Minnesota boys, they were, they were having fun. And they were – some of them heats, they were good team driving. Like Cody Gaines, he come up. His, he knew his partner had no steering, helped him get that tap, and like Cody talked about earlier, I mean, wherever his surroundings. I mean, tonight, it's going to – I wish – I talking to Derek yesterday, uh, I wish the Conti started a little sooner because then it would give them guys more time to work on their cars. But depending on what how the Conti plays out, tonight might be a better show than last night. And last night, if you weren't there, catch us on YouTube and watch it, but – it did not disappoint at all. Oh, <laughs> no. No, zero disappointment. The tempo, I think, for the main, because you don't want to be the guy that loses a chance for your whole state at $1,000, that's got to be in the back of your mind. I think the pace is going to be a whole lot faster in the main than we've ever seen it before. But, man, for Rob, as a promoter, to do that, that's super... That's super it's, brave. It's ballsy. Because then you come into the factory like, well, so-and-so wasn't driving so hard, but you pink flag so-and-so. And last night, he wasn't really put in that situation. But then again, these are the heats. And now tonight, man, that's going to be interesting. One thing we've always said, whether it's covering derby, promoting a derby, or just watching a derby, never leave the outcome in the official's hands. No. Do that shit yourself. Yep. Take care of you. Take and have your guys each take care of you. And it usually always plays out at the end. But there's the thing. Nebraska, the last couple of years, were so deep. So, so deep. And now one, is that right, Cody? One went through last night straight to the one, feature? One guy, Greg Brandle, uh, made it through for Team Nebraska, yes. Uh, so the rest, the other eight cars, because they were only nine deep um, after Tech. So you got eight other cars that are trying to get through a Conci that they're taking. They're, Do we know how many they're taking yet? So one of the interesting things is that that kind of uh, can change on the fly because last year I know that they had eight Iowa guys and – of course, you don't want to make them fight team to team. So uh, they they said whichever team has the biggest number coming in, so which would be Iowa, uh, they had eight cars. They were going to take it down to eight cars. But that meant that if, you know, say two Iowa guys have uh, mechanical failure, I mean, there could have been two Irish from any other state that showed up. So it's, it's on the fly decision, I think. But uh, it definitely changes the game up. And we did see last night a lot of dumb shit happen. That mechanical failure. Oh, you know, yeah. Starters or transmissions or whatever. Yeah. Like, New Hoffman's car is still really good. Yeah. Bryce, Bryce Lanou, just a wire pulled out of the, the distributor clip. The clip was still up in the distributor with a zip tie on it. Soldering broke. Wire pulled out. I, I don't know what that's like. I don't have that vintage distributor <laughs> in my car. Yeah, Mr. LS to my left here. Now, that's something that really, as soon as he said that, 
Missouri had a lot of LSs. They did. Last. And they were running good. Yes. The, their shit runs. Uh, Corey Ludington is a LS diehard uh, guy. Yeah. Usually 6-0, you know. Yep. Um, Dino Fisher as well. Yep. And it's just so weird. We always, you know, it keeps going back to progression. It's so crazy when you walk through the pit and see somebody have a laptop hooked to their car, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Changing timing. Well, hold Changing on. Changing the timing. I'm going to give it a little bit there and hit enter and you're like what the hell and then the, the ch- timing's changed the rpm limits have changed yeah and it, I'm, well i'm gonna turn it up another 600 rpm before it chips oh what the hell and there was there was plenty of guys in missouri uh last night bouncing it off the chip i mean that was that yeah. was made for good tv I, i'm just a fan of it because you know i've i've lost like I've been down on three coil packs before. I've had three cylinders firing, and that car still went. Like, I, I couldn't put it on the trailer at the very end of it, Correct. but still running. Yep. Still moving. And uh, I don't know. That's what sold me, too, because you lose a radiator, cover the motor in water, no big deal. Rip a coil pack off, lose a plug wire, no big deal. And uh, that's, that's what sold me. And a lot of those cars last night from Missouri, they were not running on all eight. They uh they took a beating, how many times? Because there was just more numbers in Iowa and Minnesota. It, it felt like last night Missouri and Nebraska, they were a few times they were deer in headlights. Man, it was, it was hold on because they had five or six cars coming mm-hmm. after him. Just like Eddie in that wagon, man, he was doing everything he could. But being here, seeing the whole teamwork of Missouri, especially the Eddies, I don't think there's a better team here that works with that kind of cohesion correct we we have uh we <laughs> we haven't been able to get up to them guys yet um they used to support us so much they'd come to all our shows and they'd run stock our stock rules we had a show with seven cars in a stock class six of them were them <laughs> and one was a young kid uh. eddie chick's son zane and they had a little bit of stuff done to Zane's car that probably shouldn't have passed, and they were wanting to cut it. And every Eddie came over, and he said, you don't make him cut nothing. They said, man, our tech said, we can't do that. He's like, no, I'm not, we're not going to go out here and destroy this kid, which that showed utmost respect right there. But as soon as Zane was out, then it was on. Oh, yeah. These guys don't care. They will junk each other's shit. Coming out of their own shop, they don't care. They're there to put on a show for the crowd. And you saw, you know, Junior and a caddy. He's never run a caddy before. He did tell me that last night. He was going to, and everybody says they're so hard. We're going to see. He had caddy problems in the ass. Yeah. You know, the ass went down. It didn't come up. He got cleared. Uh, Jarek in the wagon. I've never seen him in an old iron wagon before. And it was toast yeah toast but those guys they never get rattled whether it's danny weaver or caden or junior whoever they you can't really get them out of their element they're there to put on a show drive a ship wide open ls screaming ghe spagless transmissions grabbing reverse never lifting yeah no none of them lost transmission last night either no nope and there was a lot of other teams that did team iowa especially i think they had the option training issues well and then i mean you're seeing even with four four plates starting you're seeing people get hit so hard 
it's Z in frames and breaking transmissions. Oh yeah. It was there was some brutal, brutal carnage when we were walking through the pits last night. You know, we always had that conversation. That everybody was like, "Well, why are you letting them tie them in? You, you can tie your transmissions in. That's yeah. that's on you. Yeah. If you want to tie it in and take that chance of busting that transmission, so be it. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I I disagree. <laughs> like, I look into like last year. You had, um, I think it was Iowa, Nebraska, Illinois, and don't remember the other team. Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. Illinois was the hammer last year. I mean, you got Austin Johnson on the team. You're going to send it no matter what. That's what. That's it. But I think Minnesota took notes from last year, and they decided to be the hammer this year. Every single one of them. Like yeah. Derek said, that one that had four in, the, four in the rows. So yeah, the I wish they were outlawed. Can we outlaw them fucking things? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. See, I love them. When you get them sounding good, oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. Four? No, four Gross. of those don't sound it, good. Popcorn oh. farts. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a very unpopular opinion I have. But yeah, I'm going to take some shit this, for that. This, this goes, by, goes by state border, okay? Like, Minnesota absolutely loves those things. And, and we're uh, some windows nets. Yeah. And us from Iowa, we're just like, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> they are, I, I just can't do it. They are very distinctive sounding, without a doubt. But like earlier when you were talking about the first E, I forget his last name, the killing. The Klinger. Klinger. You, they were saying calm down, and then I looked to my right, and I see Derek and Cody sitting there on the stand. Oh, yeah. Telling them to turn it up, and <laughs> he, you could see a little smile on his face. He and actually just, looked. He looked right we at us. He looked right at us, and then <laughs> we were just, and we gave him the goal. <laughs> And he he had a smile ear to ear, man. I mean, that was, that was cool it. to see. He kept doing it. He oh, looked yeah. back up again, and boom, he was off. And I was just like, man, that guy's having a whole lot <laughs> oh, of fun. Yeah. He right came now. up. He came up to the trailer about two, uh, by three or four. Came up and talked to me. Yeah, and he goes, you like that? Him. I'm like, what wasn't there to like about it? <laughs> that and it was uh, awesome, dude. That was sweet. After the heat was over, Rob looked at me, and I just I gave him the huge. Wavo sign. Yeah. And he was like, yes. I was like, that dude's got some balls. Uh, he actually, yeah. you know, what was crazy to me in all the Cadillacs that I saw here, the, you know, they did the rear quarters delete and the flip, but they had them all sitting so low. And I don't even know how many cars, uh, 10, 15 of them all went to the ground last night. Yeah. Over half of them. Yeah, and to me, when I set those things up, I, I put the back at twenty inches because I want to know. Like, I, to me, it's like, all right, if I was going to build a metric GM, I, I have the same concept of building the trunk. I just need this thing to flip up and make sure it goes up no matter what and packs, and then you know, come in the next concy or whether I make it to the main, I'll suck it down low as long as everything's you know mm-hmm. locked in. And uh, that, then you could tell, though, a lot of guys weren't used to running caddies before. I, we actually hit on it last night. You know, there's, in my opinion, there's certain places that you want to try and experiment with shit. But I never really thought that Border Wars would be that place where you want to experiment with something. You want to try something different. You want to take a car that you've never built before. Mason Larson will tell you that you build a car until you master it and then you go to another one whether it's 9802s 03s caddies we all kind of know caddy rear ends suck 
kind of like a metric, a regular metric GM. Their yeah. shit, they're not hard back there. They just take they take more work, and it you know then your gas tank protector comes into play, your control arms, package tray. Yeah, and I I wouldn't say that they're junk, but you know that's one of those cars that I Weak really point. enjoy building. You know, and I, I'm the guy. I don't know. I run a lot of old iron GM, and I'm I'm going to tell you, Impalas are different. Les Sabers are different. 88s are different from 98s, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if I quite agree with running that car to you, Master, because I don't know. I just enjoy building a variety of cars, you know. And I'm I don't want to. I feel weird about this. I'm about <laughs> to break out into some Fords. I don't even know how I'm going to fit in the damn things yet. <laughs> but I, I'm making the push and the effort to try the new style. I don't want to do. I don't want to deal with anything 80s below 03. But the 03s, man, they kind of look appealing to me. And I don't know if I'm going to set one up as high. Like if I was coming with one of those here, you know, it makes sense going against the caddies to be able to clear up knock the core support out, knock the radiator out. But me, watching everybody with the Ford spindles and the way they're kind of putting the angles, especially with the A-arms, I don't know if I would have welded them down because their ball joints are pitched all the way in. But, I don't know, I, I would set one a whole lot lower so I could still hit wheels with it. We, we have a lot me. of guys that on the old iron stuff, they want to keep level. Yeah. And then they have actually been starting to do where they're lifting the ass of them up on the new styles to try to keep that levelness too, you know, so it's not trying to pitch at the boxes or, or whatever. It's, you're just getting it to push. Every, I'm pretty sure every 03 had quite a bit of rake on it last night. Lots, lots of it. Uh, that one old boy from Nebraska, that son of a bitch, the ass was about eight inches off the ground and the bumper looked like it was about 28 inches off the ground. Yeah. Suspension delete kit. <laughs> yeah, it was. You it know. Was. He was because he was right in front of your all's table, and I'm just yep. talking. The the rack was hanging on the ground. The rod ends were on the ground with it, and it, yeah, it it looked pretty ugly. I mean, but yeah, O three life, like you said. When you can't, when you have a rule set that you can't change everything that you need to change. I don't know if there's really an advantage for that O three, and everybody keeps saying, "Man, that they're so hard." They. The fucking things are retarded hard. Yeah. You can make them even harder, but you yeah. can't do that in this rule set. No. You know, you're not going to Blizzard Bash where you can no. swap out cradles and switch boxes and, and do this and do that. So I don't know if there's that much advantage to them over like a 9802 that is done correctly. You know, I'm looking at some of the height that they had out of the 9802s last night and the way the backs were set. You know, you didn't get to see the full use of the Missouri cars. Like I said, that last heat, there was three of them in the middle. They were just deer in headlights because you had four guys from Iowa and four guys from Minnesota. But if they would have had more teammates, those cars would have been deadly. But like I said, it was pretty much eight on three, that last heat. Yeah. And, you know. She, she my wife noticed it. She was like, was there a beef there? I was like, No. That was wrong place, wrong time. wrong place, wrong time. But when you know that one team has already got several guys already going through the, to the feature right out of the heat, 
they wanted to make sure that there was no other of that Missouri group going right out of that heat. Yeah. If they're going to go, they're going to go the hard way. Um, a couple of them, I think are, one of them was a uh, Joey Prater was an axle that broke off. Yep. And that's the first time I've ever heard an axle break. When you heard that pop, that was that was a very distinct sound. Yes. I mean. Yeah. Um, I think he got a little steering issue and he's got an axle to fix. Uh, it looked like Henry Ray had a starter dropped out when they picked it up. I could see yeah. the starter hanging. You're talking cars that are still really hard. And they get plates on them. They get two? They get they eight get two total. More. They get eight total, so they, they have to get six. Yeah. Yep. But so I think they said, I'm talking to them guys this morning, they're going to save a couple of plates for the con- after the con, see if they need them. Yeah. So yep. they put, I think, probably half of them on. Yeah. That's why I said this Conti battle today between Minnesota and Missouri is going to be interesting. Yeah. Even you throw Nebraska's, Nebraska's a wild card. They're the underdog right now, yep. but they're the underdog. But they, they, they're putting their cars back together. There's lots of good drivers that had hard luck. So well, that's the thing. You know, if you've got a car that's pretty hurt and you're going to pull it down, you're going to do what you got to do to it. You're kind of on your last leg. You can ruin somebody's day in a hurry. Just to go be that hammer. You know what? Hey, fuck this. I'm going from this end to this end, and we're playing pinball in the middle. Sorry if I hit you. Sorry about your luck. But this is what I'm going to do. And then you're talking suspension deletes. You're talking, you know, ball joints and getting the ass ends to go back down in the dirt. You can be that hammer for five minutes. Knowing I'm not going to win this, but we're sending it. If you're going down, you're taking somebody with you. Correct. Last year... You know, I was talking to Zach Anderson, and uh, he was like, man, I, I know I don't have the car to win this, but they were going out there, and um, Randy Lanou was out there in a wagon, and he was like, man, if stuff goes even remotely bad, I'm going nose-to-nose with that thing just to put Nebraska in it. And that kind of relentlessness is what Nebraska still has without the guys to go out there and kind of ride or last longer. So it's it's always it's always fun to watch them, and you know, if if you're sitting at home, you know, watching this, all these guys are young and hungry. They need they definitely need some more guys to come, and uh, Rob gonna get mad at me. Every <laughs> year I fight him to try and let me come run this because I'm from Iowa, still got some property up there, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I'm not gonna come out there by myself. Eddie did it last year, and I give him a lot of respect for that. Or I'm sorry, Julian. Julian, Julian Suter yep. did. But uh, I've even I've even asked Rob like I'll show up with a car unpainted. You put me on the team with the least amount of cars. Uh, that would be something I would like to see, just to make sure you know you can help one more team fill. That's that's my only criticism. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just because I want to run it. That's it's just such an awesome show to be here. Now, Derek, how much, you know, you're you're pretty much doing the Utah area and in the New Mexico stuff. How much different is the rule set there compared to here at Border Wars? So, actually, um, working with Chad Markley quite a bit with CDA, we've taken his limited weld rules, which are really close to Rob's, and uh, all of Texas has basically adopted those rules. And uh, that was something we pushed just because – Texas, man, seven, eight-hour shows in between. But uh, their payouts 
it's it's still crazy down there there could be seven cars and they're still gonna pay out over eight nine grand and that's if you want to come down and run and you got anything with like even a capital city carnage build that's the rule set down there get with me and we'll, we basically plan vacations there's a couple there's two derbies a year in Burnett um, you got the Lone Star K the caves Blue Bonnet Cafe there's just so much to do down there and uh, Belton that's another great one down there um, that's inside a rodeo arena the next night they have the PBR they have last year they had Kevin Fowler playing right after the derby there, there's a lot of cool spots Parrington is probably one of the nastiest shows for limited weld that you're gonna run into too because those guys they they have zero fucks given. <laughs> we love those though that's what that feel is here too and that's yes you just that, crave it last night I'm telling you I don't know uh, I don't know how it could have got any better I really don't now if you could have put another eight guys on Nebraska Oh, absolutely. That could have been a significant game changer. And you know what? I'll go ahead and say it. You know, if there are some Nebraska drivers that want to come next year, hit me up. If you want some Fords, I got some Mopars. I'm, I'm pretty stingy <laughs> about selling that old iron, but that other stuff, I will make you awesome deals on cars if you'll come help these guys out flat out. Yeah. And it's kind of like, um, you know, Nebraska – really don't they in my opinion they dominated last year really did they did um i don't know if it's just a little bit of a wrench or you're you've got somebody that's sitting up here on the top you kind of want them to get a peg or two knocked out of them a little bit because that prize fighter you got two heavyweights going at it, and you got one guy with a 50-0 record, and you got one guy with a 34-16 record. You always pull for that 34-16. and 16. He might not be an underdog, but in that situation, he is. Yes, I'm born and raised from Missouri, but I've got plenty of friends in Iowa. I would not have an issue with Iowa winning. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't have an issue with Minnesota winning. I- I've said it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. I'm biased. I, I'm pulling for Iowa, too. But it didn't matter because I already had Nebraska guys because I had some parts on the truck and trailer. And I said, man, anything you need, you let me know. And that went for anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to see that cohesion in the pits. And it doesn't matter what state you're on. Everybody has given everybody anything. Transmissions. We saw all sorts of tires going around last night. Spindles, you name it. It's just it's awesome to see. Well, here is the episode, part of the episode that we were talking. Uh, we're going to get some dickhead on the phone. We'll be back with you here in just a second. Well, we've got my partner on the phone, you know, since he's got all this work stuff. Uh, hey, Peckerhead, what's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, not... At one of the biggest shows of the year, you know. <laughs> I don't know why everybody's sitting, and we're sitting in a bar. Uh, I, that's where I need to be. <laughs> so, uh, I've got all the Nebraska Derby guys here. Uh, 
What'd you think of last night? Uh, it looked like Missouri wore a target. And most all of them are fixed. Most all of them. I, I was talking to them today. Uh, that big group chat that we got, they were like, we could have used a couple more cards. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do but, you... I mean, the, the, the amount of junk that was made there last night was insane. For that being... The show that it is, and them having to go. I mean, they, they've got to run those cars again. Maybe twice. Yeah, on the Missouri side, we're hoping twice. And I think on the Nebraska right. side, they're hoping twice. And the Iowa side, they're hoping twice. It's just, it, I don't know. What, what I was watching last night is that looked like one of the better tracks I've ever seen. Uh, it, it looked like it was hard and fast. I absolutely love that track. Last year, I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me was Eric Floyd's Imperial that was digging in Blizzard Bash, and every single mod car out there hooked up, and none of them sunk. Yep. Well, like, like what I was watching last night, I'm not even talking about the track surface. The bombs held up because they were, I mean, just beat on bombs last night. Yeah, they were... They sharpened up them berms. They widened them out. Actually, last year they were up over the ball diamond fence, uh, but now they they shortened them and then they widened them out and then they they put that sharp cut on them. So, I mean, yeah, if well, you had a, can, if you, you had know, a, Derek, all, we know all too well about straight cut berms now. Oh yeah, and if you had a beat going balls deep in there, I mean, you weren't coming out. But one of the the good things about the show is. If you do it yourself, you're screwed. But if somebody else pushes your rival, pull you off. So uh, we we have thought that forever. The whole time we were putting on derbies, that was a moral quandary. With do we pull them or do we leave them? And finally, there toward the end of us putting on shows, we figured out how to stop it. We made our bet barn so hard that we couldn't get stuck in them or go over them. Trials and tribulations. Oh, well, and 14 kid loaders. <laughs> <laughs> and three days of real work. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, well, I did not miss that whatsoever. Well, uh, since all these guys are here, what do you uh, what do you want? You got anything you want to ask them or talk about? Well, what I wanted to, you know, I don't really have any questions or anything. I just wanted to give you all a little praise. That live feed you guys all in last night, that shit was money. Um, I was sitting at home. I, it was literally as simple as pulling it up on my phone and mirroring to my TV. That simple. Quality was killer. I mean, I sat in my living room, watched it free. But what you all are doing is killing it. Keep rolling with it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yep, it's uh, available on NebraskaDerby.com. It's as simple as clicking the red tab at the top when you go to NebraskaDerby.com. It takes you right to our live stream. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it, was, it was so easy. I, like I said, I, two buttons that I had to pull up on my 70 inch. And that's saying a lot if it's simple we're talking about you. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do shit. I know you're, you're six, you're, you're six and a half hours away, dickhead. You, 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 you will kick you right in the dick. 
<laughs> I said, everybody want to kick me in the dick. I got you want to kick me in the dick. I got Adam want to kick me there. Who? Anybody else just want to stand in line and just get this dick kickings over with? Actually, this might be cheaper than a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that needs cut, not me. Uh, so what? Uh, I actually I did have a couple questions. What is your all's big picture? What are you working towards? Well, our our end term goal is to uh, bring the show free to everybody. Um, we're looking to add some more shows here in the next few years. Um, look, at, we're always looking for sponsors too as well. Um, can't do without our great sponsors. Well, I know that Derek shakes his head every time I say it. I've been wanting to try to do Mother's Day Madness again. And is that something that you all would be interested in trying to broadcast? Yeah, Nebraska Derby is not exclusive to Nebraska. Um, We're open to every state. Yeah, it's it's mildly misleading, but if you if you contact Trent, hell, we'll go to fucking Hawaii for a derby. <laughs> and I'm gonna sit here and say well, this. If you all end up doing that, I'm going with you. Deal. Well, I'm gonna sit here and say this. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you uh, if, if anybody if, if shit. but if, if anybody can do anything to six and a half hours away, I'll <laughs> give you a fucking derby. <laughs> No, but if anybody's interested in uh, wanting the show uh, being live streamed, Demolition Derby being live streamed, uh, just reach out to us. You can go to NebraskaDerby.com, and uh, I'll have a contact page set up here. I don't have it just yet, but here in the next week or two, when things slow down again, I'll get that set up, and you can reach out to me, NebraskaDerby at gmail.com, and... Uh, we can set something up if you're interested. And if you're interested in sponsoring, just go to NebraskaDerby.com, hit the sponsorship tab, and our information there is at the bottom of the page, and we'll get you set up for a sponsorship. Uh, XP Derby Part stepped up to sponsor us last night. Yeah, so XP Derby Parts stepped up the plate last night to sponsor us for this show. And... Uh, there's different sponsorship levels, so there's a little bit of perks for depending on what you want to pay, uh, but it's a good way to get your business out there. We promote the heck out of it, and uh, your logo's on the website, your logo's on the YouTube uh, I, live feed, um, and if you want to sponsor, it doesn't have to be just monetary. If you Derby uh, Parts Places, you guys want to sponsor parts, we'll take parts, give them away, we'll do a live stream, give them away on the live stream. Uh, well, uh, if you don't mind me asking this, this may be too sad to tell, but how many, uh, how many people did you all have tuned in last night? So consecutively at our peak, it was around 2,000. Um, but as of this morning, we were at almost 8,000 views just from the live stream playback. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. And, and you yeah, are throwing that out there for people for free. I mean, I love it. Yeah, there was, there was a couple that... Uh, mentioned Australia was tuning in. I mean, it's yeah, it, this live stream stuff it goes worldwide. So that that group from Australia, they're like, we just do bumper cars down here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't know what the heck was I, going on. I, I know that you all have some Canadian viewers as well because my buddy that lives in Winnipeg Snapchatted me last night. He was watching it. Yeah, there was there was. I mean, like I said, it's worldwide. The the amount of reach. Um, 
that you get with this is it's actually humbling and it's uh, pretty incredible. But, uh, but we want to thank everybody that actually watches. And the best part, it's free. You can't. Right. Yes, I, I'm telling you, that is my favorite price. If you <laughs> haven't noticed uh, the podcast, like I love free. Because you're a whore. Well, that's fine. No, that would require money. I'm a slut. I, I, <laughs> I thought you couldn't call him that because you know his name. That, that is very true. Damn it. Yeah, that, that man has a point. You can tell who listens. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, we're going to kind of almost wrap this. Uh, I think AJ's got something to say to you. Hold up. So I'm under the impression you're kind of a squirrely Mopar fan too, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, what, yeah. What'd you <laughs> What'd you think of that shocker wagon last night holding up with all those caddies and the Fords? Uh, it was cheated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, if, if you, you if you want to see one cheated, make sure you pay te- attention to Cody later. He's got one. Number fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've already been Snapchatting this morning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I did get I, a Snapchat last night and it said, Did you see that Mopar? It made me erect. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you would have if you would have seen that uh, that light weld shocker wagon, I mean, that was not cheated one bit. The bumper front bumper wasn't even freaking loaded, and it had working suspension on all four corners. Lost. He was driving. Oh yeah, he was yes. driving. Dude, he was. And that guy is notorious for building Chryslers too. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. yes. He he went to River. Uh, Gomat went to River City, uh, Rampage. Yeah. In uh, Mopar sedan yep. and done right oh yeah i'm a big mopar fan and I'm, i wouldn't personally bring that car to this type of show but i was impressed with his driving too he can drive oh yeah he, he hung in there i was impressed he, that guy can wheel and i'm curious to see how that what the strategy in the feature is with that thing tonight well now he's got plates on the front of it man that's that's going to be a game changer for that car it is big it is big see i feel like he did exactly what he needed to do to get it through without getting the sub all beat up. He was trying to feed the back end of the Mo 3s, and they weren't taking it because I think he wanted it to dump a little more, but they weren't eating it. So I see him working on it in the pits. He's got It's going to be hard. It's going to be interesting what's going to happen. Well, guys, I appreciate you guys sitting down with us, taking the time. You guys supporting us. We support you. Um, we keep saying this. If you can't afford free, I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> uh, the support that you guys show, the the world of Demolition Derby, um, our podcast is roughly in 40 different countries right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Ethiopia and Indonesia have with Demo Derby, so... Um, but if those guys are listening, you can go on to NebraskaDerby.com on YouTube. Yep. And you can see and watch what we're talking about, and it costs you zero dollars. And you can play it back as many times as you want. Yes. Yes. Uh, on top of that, I would also just like to add, um, I, want to, I want to thank everyone, especially all the people around this table, you know, we couldn't have this live stream without you guys putting the show together, talking, bringing the commentary to the viewers. And I want to thank you for allowing us to be on your podcast. Oh, man, we, pre- so. we appreciate it. This, like, everybody says, well, y'all are big time. No, we're not. 
we're just average dudes that sit around and talk about a sport that we love. Yeah. And we also can't do it without all our sponsors. I truly, truly, truly want to thank all our sponsors who support Nebraska Derby. Um, something was, uh, before we end this, something was mentioned. Uh, Mr. Derek Korth is sitting to my left. Um, he kind of informed me a little bit of something that we have really pushed. Uh, right when Gladiators of Steel came out, we've had a lot of people get a hold of us. How do you watch it? Um, you guys have a second season. So we just got done filming the second season for uh, Gladiators of Steel Season 2. And, uh, man, you, you're not going to want to miss this one. It was uh, four cars from Full Contact Derby TV versus uh, Matt's Off-Road Recovery. I mean, Robbie Layton, Matt himself, his son, and Paul Cox. And uh, there was... I've only seen Paul Cox in a truck. Man, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, everybody, uh, everybody that used to run trucks is definitely kind of anti-trucks anymore for how much <laughs> it used to hurt, myself included. But, uh, yeah, Gumby went up and challenged Matt to a four-on-four team derby, and uh, you're basically going to get to see um, how everybody's build went together. They went to every shop, and there's, there's a lot of drama, and there's a lot of good – I don't know how – you know the dirt. I'll just be honest with you. The derby didn't last very long, <laughs> and uh, it was rough and rowdy. So that's, that's something you're definitely wanna gonna you're gonna want to watch that man. It was now. Do we know when that's gonna be aired, or have they not have a, a an airing date yet? Not yet. I would assume maybe by the end of the year, because um, that's when the last one was released. No telling yet, but uh, just as as a fun factor, man, getting in a car, knowing there's no prize money and it's all just pride. That was probably one of the best shows that I felt that I got to run in a long time. Just there was no pressure. It was just go out and see what you could bend. Yes. And it got all hot and nasty fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, uh, it's, it's definitely going to be pretty cool. I mean, the, the quality that they shot this with, like we're, we're talking, they had cameras that just shot the last Fast and the Furious movie. Like this is going to be so much better than what ninety percent of the stuff is on Netflix for just how well it was shot. I mean, they had drones following us in cars, doing a test and tune, and it was just it was an absolute blast. Sweet. So, guys, if if you have thought about it i think it's wheelhouse wheelhouse tv dot tv yep. you can get on i think it's 14.95 there's bonus footage for the first gladiators of steel there's a family friendly version and then there is a not so family friendly version um and anybody that knows us i promise you we did not get it for the family friendly <laughs> we want tried and true who somebody is we don't want somebody having to think about what they're trying not to say and that's you know everybody asks why it's not out on a major streaming platform yet um there was a lot of problems that those companies had with some of the stuff that was on the cars like trump and they wanted to censor a lot of stuff and you know that whole thing was just about 
there are no participation trophies. We're not going to settle. We're not going to meet you there. We're, we are this group of people, and we're mm-hmm. proud of it. We're not going to be censored because you don't feel like it's right. That's yep. the derby world. Correct. Tried and true, red, white, and blue, bred into their souls, and nothing is going to change that. It period. is. And it's just such it's just such a rare sport, and there's so many people that you meet that are just so passionate to their core, they're going to put 200, 300 hours into something just to destroy it in 10 to 15 minutes. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know any other type of sport that anybody cares that much to do mm-hmm. the work. True blue redneck patriotic shit. Yes. Without a doubt. And those so. are some of the best people that I know, and I want to be around. Yep. Yeah. We, we've said that this sport, you make you make family. Friends turn to family, whether it's, you know, brother, sister. That's how you feel about each other. And then the passion when you pull onto that track. of Your one sole purpose is to take something that you spent two months on to drive through somebody or get drove through. I mean, that's... It's true. How, how much more fucking American does shit get? Exactly. Do you ever notice... When you go to a party or some event, that if there's any other derby guys there that you just gravitate towards and mm-hmm. you don't really want to talk to anybody else about anything else, yeah, like I, I find that more and more in my life, you know, and that's it's magnetism. It's, it is. It's just the way it is, and I, I enjoy the heck out of it. Well, guys, check it out. Wheelhouse, Gladiators of Steel. Catch up on the first episodes um, or the first season before the second one launches. Free TV, Nebraska Derby, watch Border Wars. If you didn't get to catch it this weekend, log on to it at any time. You can rewatch it whenever you like. Uh, I want to say thank you guys for having us come up here, sitting down in this facility of a bar that just lets us roll into these round tables and set up and, and, and let us do our thing. Um, this will launch Thursday. So, if you're not doing nothing next weekend, you don't have a derby, you're building in the shop, throw that shit up on YouTube, Nebraska Derby, watch Border Wars. We appreciate you guys for having us. Um, so, let's go tonight, and let's, let's watch them full send it and finish it off. Because we're still going to have Missouri, you know, Missouri, Minnesota, Nebraska, Iowa. You've got Conti's today. We've got your stock class that Cody's yep. going to be in today. Two different filler classes, and then we'll have the feature. So we're, we're going to have a show, boys and girls, and these guys have got plenty of cameras and plenty of camera angles for you to watch all the action while you sit at home, drinking a beverage, eating a steak in your recliner, of just relaxing and watching shit get wrecked. Well, guys, thank you all so much. Uh, usually I ask this other asshole with me, you guys, do you guys have any last words? No, I mean, just tune in tonight. Yeah, tune in tonight, and we just want to thank you guys for being here. Yes, thanks. thanks. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to interview. Thank you, guys. Make jump, boys. <laughs>